What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to TFP. We've got a brilliant show lined up for you today. I've got with me Grizz, Flav, Goldbridge, Flaunders, Boovy. Mark, I've just called you Goldbridge. That was really sort of like that's very unceremonious. As if you're just part of, as if you're just part of the gang now. Just oh, oh, well, I'm, I'm really, I'm really chuffed. One of us. One of us. <laughs> um, yeah, make sure you make sure you follow everyone on social. Make sure you get involved on in everyone else's channels and podcasts. Um, also, you can get TFP now as a podcast. Best place to get it is on Apple Podcasts. Don't know if you're messing around on Spotify, but I'm, I'm an Apple Podcast guy. Um, also, you might have seen we started a new series called Welcome to World Class. First couple of episodes of that went out uh, last week and this week. Um, and it's really good fun. And we've absolutely loved the amount of chat that we've had so far. Boovy got some uh, some good noise in the in the comments around your Laporte shout, Boobs. Not my shout. It's not your men's decision. <laughs> Why some man? My shout. I think the whole world knows that Laporte's a world class centre back. <laughs> it was Thiago Silva, I think, was the main one, wasn't it, Scott? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. Thiago Silva. I mean, Laporte can't even get in the Man City team. You're trying to call him world class. So. Did Harry Maguire <laughs> get in there? And then he, he does. <laughs> Harry Maguire was on a short list, a, a long short list, and there about was a 100. lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, debate about that. But there's, there's we whittled a it down system. to a thousand then, and then <laughs> we whittled it down. We whittled it down. He didn't make the top five. Don't worry about that. He's not yeah, honestly. That that did me the most mischief. Scott was trying to like say to people like, please, he wasn't included. He was on a long list. Like he wasn't included. But people were like just seeing the word Maguire in here means this has lost any sort of. Whatever <laughs> like, what, what, what? I mean, they have got a point. Why was he even on the long list? But why was he on any list? He was good at Leicester. 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 He was good at the World Cup. He was good. I remember. was right in it. That's why he was on the short list. Lawrence decided to do. Lawrence decided to do a Twitter poll afterwards. Why isn't Laporte in this list? Who's better, Laporte or or Delict? And he was like, "Yeah, this is going out to Man City fans. He barely won the vote. Absolutely, barely won it. Sixty percent. It's nearly a super majority." Boomy, Boomy retweeted it off his uh, off his other account, Blue Moon Boys. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are going to run through Palace, Tottenham. We're going to run through Man United, Man City, Fulham, Liverpool, Arsenal, Burnley, and Everton, Chelsea. Um, I'm very, very aware that we've had a lot of heat about not covering Liverpool enough recently. Really? Yeah, oh mate. You should, we've had plenty We've been of covering Liverpool yeah. for three years. No, I'm, no, I'm backing you. Three years to make up. No, I'm backing you. I'm backing you, Scott. I agree. I mean, we're boring. Like, you know, we're, we're just a system Sorry, team. Mo, is that your front door? That's, that sounded like Mario was kicking in. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're going to see I him start... disappear, disappear down a tunnel now. Liverpool fans. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you made that comment yeah. <laughs> we know where you live <laughs> yeah, yeah we're listening um should, let's do palace tottenham first we're, we're not going to linger on spurs for ages because i'm aware that we are like spending 20 minutes for every show just enjoying this while it lasts but um this is a this is a, a break from the runner fixture that spurs have had flav something a little bit different are you excited to see a kind of 
different game, if that makes sense. Do you know where I'm going with that? Because it's been what, so you mean, intense uh, over game, the course of the last five games. A game where we actually sort of try and play football and keep hold of the ball and attack a little bit. That One of those games. I don't no, want I, that. I, I, not, not that. I just mean instead of 30% possession, maybe 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you even saw against Antwerp last night that the system is the system. No matter who <laughs> we're playing, we will Get play... We will play to our strengths. Obviously, we're a little bit more, um, a little bit more forward-thinking against Antwerp. You'd hope at home against the Royal Antwerp. Uh, you'd think that we might be a little <laughs> bit more proactive in our football, and and we were. Um, and I'd, I'd expect to see more of the same against Palace. But I also think that Jose really would be acutely aware of their attacking prowess and the players they have that can hurt us. And he will sit off those players, Zaha and Eze in particular. If both play, I know Zaha's just come back from an injury, but scored two the other weekend. Um, that 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 will, those two players will play into our system because as they come forward, they they will leave space for us to break into. And our strongest attribute every season, uh, sorry, every game has been how well and how quickly we can break. I think it goes without saying that we're the best counter-attacking team in 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 the league, and that's because that's all we do. Because when we become professional and 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 brilliant at it, and it's so it's such a potent tool. So I don't, yeah, I think any Spurs fans out there or anyone else expecting uh, uh, Mourinho to abandon his pragmatic uh, ideas, you know, after two decades of using them, <laughs> probably. Not a thing, <laughs> just not a thing. <laughs> yeah, just not a thing. And, and, and that's, I'm fine with it. If we win 1-0 right now, I'll take it. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more, um, it'll be a little bit more exciting than that. I think Palace will want to play. Um, you know, they've got the players to do it. They're better than than Hodgson gets credit for. He's a better manager than he's given credit for. Uh, and it'll be an interesting game, but it's a weird one because an island, uh, you know, an island between uh, some very difficult fixtures. Uh, obviously, we've got Liverpool in midweek, which Liverpool away, regardless of their injuries, is the most difficult game in the league. So we that's the one we need to come away from. And the, the way that we'll come away from with points, but the, the, the risk is that, we have an eye on that game and think that Palace to some degree is, is an easier tie when it's no good losing to Palace and drawing at Liverpool. We need to beat Palace so that we just have any, any chance of getting a, a worthwhile result at, at Anfield. Is anyone else like sort of quite excited by this Palace side at the moment? I'm last couple of games have been wicked to watch them. Booby, you're, you're nodding in agreement. Are you quite enjoying watching them at the moment. No, I think Eze is a is an absolutely fantastic player, and, and uh, he start at the start of the season he was coming off the bench, and you thought, oh, Roy Hodgson doing the classic limiting attacking players, sort of like he's done throughout his career. But he's actually started Eze in, in recent games, um, and Eze, as many QPR fans will know, uh, was superb in the championship last season. Um, I'm really, I'm actually more excited about Eze as a player than than Zaha. To be honest, I'm over the Zaha hype. But I think Eze could really turn into an, an outstanding player. And we talk about Jack Grealish, and um, but, but you Eze. Might, did you just find any excuse to bring up Jack Grealish? The reason I bring up Jack Grealish, obviously, you know, he, he, it was his first season in the Premier League properly with Aston Villa last season, um, and he, you know, coming from the Championship with Villa. We talk about Eze coming from the Championship, and it, I think he's an English midfielder, right? He can play for England, um, I believe, and he's just so exciting. He scored a fantastic free kick a few weeks ago as well, so. Yeah, he's a really exciting player. Um, and uh, I mean, in terms of the system that he plays, he's actually got like he's managed to almost match up a little bit. Palace almost play with a play with a four there as well with Zaha and, and Benteke getting on the score sheet as well. Jesus, the apocalypse! The apocalypse is nigh. It's, it, <laughs> it's, it's just it's unreal. There was and, a there was one goal where it was Klein assist and Benteke goal, and I was asking what year this is. <laughs> Grizz, are you kind of what I've started to do is look at the teams that Liverpool are going to play. Are you doing that with Spurs at all? Are you hoping that Palace are going to yeah. maybe? Yep, yeah, I'm going to admit I am. Um, just Love because that. of the net, yeah, just because of the nature of the Why? season. Don't get too happy. It's not because of quality of like Spurs per se. It's just you a know, mad it's... season. It's Who just a mad season. You? trying to fight no why, I'm sorry. why don't you just give us some just say yeah you could no not make any difference no i'm about to say that i'm about to say that you are good you're a very good team you're looking at united results as well no not yet <laughs> <laughs> only on thursdays um but look with with spurs, only on thursdays. yeah it's good good one good. that yeah. with very spurs good. with spurs right spurs are you can tell they're a very well-oiled machine now 
But the thing with Spurs, and I'm not wishing injuries on any team. It's just there's a couple. Don't of you dare! No, Don't never, no, dare. never. But what I'm saying is, there's key areas where the strength or or the the, the depth. Uh, in quality isn't quite there. And that's why I don't regard them as high as Chelsea and Man City as threats to Liverpool. Okay. That's well, just... There, there, there's well. an interesting question off the back of that, though, Grizz. Um, for Flav, we saw Spurs last night make a triple substitution at about the 60th minute. And Dombele, Son, Kane on a Europa League fixture where Spurs were 1-0 up. Just get them on. We are... <laughs> just load up. Just load up. Make sure we're through. Um... Um, back the system. Back the yeah, system. Yeah, look, look, I'm not, I'm not. While it's working, we won. You got to win. Games are there to be won. We did what we need to do to win. Could we have won with less? Probably. Was it guaranteed? Absolutely not. So, I, I think that the main issue isn't that we, we, we used our three of our best players, and you know, we, I think there's a misconception about if you chuck a player on for 30 minutes that that's going to drain him for his next game. It's probably the the opposite. These players are playing at intensity every day of the week. Playing 30 minutes in a game that was pretty much done and dusted isn't going to affect, impact their fitness for the weekend. The only risk is that they pick up a knock or get injured during the game. So I wasn't, <clears throat> there wasn't an issue with that per se. But some of our fringe players were starting to grow into that game. Uh, Gareth Bell, bizarrely at the moment, is a fringe player. And he was starting to take hold. He just hit this, one of the best free kicks I've seen at the lane many, many a year. Uh, equally great stop by the keeper. We scored off the rebound, but um, it felt like this was an opportunity for players like Harry Winks and uh, Bale and Vinicius to just get more minutes, get 90 minutes under their boot, uh, under their, um, whatever that expression is. And Belt. then, uh, yeah, and then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, let them kick on. But what he did is replace them almost immediately. And, um, you know, it was pretty much more or less a full-strength team, barring a few. Uh, so... I'm not too bothered by it. I have, I do have a little issue with Harry Winks running down the tunnel. I don't know if anyone instead of you what's supposed to do is sit on the bench, but what he decided to do because he wasn't happy. He was having a little hissy fit and thought, well, why can't I play my football match? And then he ran ran down the ran down the tunnel. And that isn't the way you get back into Jose Mourinho's teams, or nor should it be any 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 manager's team. Um, there's examples of players that didn't play that were out of favour uh, under Jose Mourinho at Tottenham. And all of them. Every single one that's come back has got has come on to be a better player for it. Um, and now it's Deli Ali and Harry Winks' turn. If they can't do it or they're unwilling to, to knuckle down and, and do what's necessary to play themselves back in and, and realise they're a part of a team and a part of a squad and not just an individual cog, that there's a wider machine at play, then um, they can go. What a lovely problem to have, Flav, a player who wants to play running down the tunnel. In, co in comparison to the night before a massive game, a player letting his agent crap on the club from a very big height. Is <laughs> big, big, pro big, big pro problems at Spurs. <laughs> that, is, that was awful. Absolutely awful. I mean, Incredible. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you know what? We're going to come on and do that in, in a bit more depth because I want to get stuck into that. While Boobie's having some technical issues, we're going to go and talk about Fulham-Liverpool. Because just as, like... Grizz, you're prepared to admit that like, maybe to 5% you're watching what Spurs are doing. Um, I'm the other 95%. I'm watching exactly what Liverpool are doing. And I'm really annoyed that you're playing Fulham this weekend because you'd imagine this will be an absolute wash. Um, you'd expect it to be so, but um, our last visit wasn't. And we, we had all the major players and everyone was flying. Our Wait, last... Your last visit to Craven Cottage? Yeah, we when needed it? it. We needed uh, a couple of seasons ago when Two they years were. Ago. Yeah, so when we, we needed a last minute Mane dive. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, <laughs> Liverpool players don't die. Well, 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 I might as well say it because you all <laughs> pile in. You know, uh, so I might as well call it first. Yeah, Mane dive uh, to get a penalty. Uh, so look, Dave. If you ask me, if you ask me this question in the first six seven weeks of the league, and I would have said, yeah, we're probably going to smash them five nil. Um, now they've run into a bit of form. You know, they've got a handy, handy win at Leicester, wasn't it? Uh, that was yeah. an amazing They were good. Like, they were an amazing I, win. We, yeah. I think we were all united in saying maybe that Fulham were finishing rock bottom. I know yeah. I, I've been adamant I've, that they I've were. I've said it as well, yeah. And they, so. they, you know, they've got into a bit of form. 
you know, Scott Parker's, Scott Parker's got them sort of a bit more rugged now. You know, it's going to be it's going to be one of those um, games that we need to be focused and not look past it to the Spurs fixture. You know, you always get that because we've got Spurs two or three days later. Um, you could say that uh, many of our uh, many of our players may have some eyes on on that game and sort of taking this lightly. But it's a mad season. You know, Spurs are on top of the league. It's a fucking mad season. Um, anything can happen. Um, so I wouldn't take uh, Fulham. I mean, look, it's not that I'll, bad. No, 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 Flav, I love it. I wouldn't listen, take... I'm, I wouldn't I take, will take these low-key barbs all uh, day. Like, listen, being the team that people are mugging off of being top of the league is the most delicious thing in the world. And, like, and the I, thing is, the thing is, if so you look nice. at it, it's like people saying it's mad. It's a mad season. Like It's like Leicester season. It's like Tottenham aren't like a club that... that that win worth, trophies now is worth no. like you know one point five billion pounds. It's not that like one day our platform our platform can't be from a position of of um, of glory and winning trophies. Well, What's I, I'd argue I'd argue it is like Leicester. I'd it's, very much argue another. I think five thousand to one. With, yeah, not five thousand, but about yeah. What was the odds? 4, I don't know. We started yeah. the season around forty fifties to one. Okay. Right, now, 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 Grizz, can I tell you what odds are right now? <laughs> Go on. We're four to one. We're four, four to, one. to one behind okay. you. That's it. Okay. Really? You're second. Or maybe above third. Man no, City. you can't be above City or Chelsea. But look, we're above Chelsea. Look, you don't. Well, you, this is this is what this is what is getting. Look, back to right? Liverpool. It's <laughs> just, no, no, I'm just going to finish the Liverpool. I'm just going to finish the Liverpool this, this section. Is, this oh. show is a Spurs takeover. Last year, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, just gonna, Chris, sorry, sorry, I'm just going to. I'm just going to. I'm just going to finish the Liverpool section. Chris, can but I yeah. just ask you a question? For, just who are you expecting, or who are you hoping will come back in players wise? Um, look, we haven't got um, many players coming back, but we have got Trent coming back, which I think is so crucial to the way we play. Um, obviously, everyone knows that a lot of our width and a lot of our creativity comes from our fullbacks. Um, so that's a good sign that Robertson, even though Robertson, we had the same issue like Spurs when sort of you guys had all those three coming on. We had Mo Salah and Fabinho playing the whole, well, Mo Salah played the whole 98 minutes. So there was uproar in the Liverpool fan base as well. Like, why is he playing him? But look, you know, he's the one with a sports science degree. So fair play to him. He knows what he's doing. Um, Fulham, I expect us to win. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, um, Fulham could get a result. They could because football is a funny old game. Um, but I'm expecting us not to win 5 0. I'm expecting us to win, you know, 2 0 and get the job done just as long as there's no injuries, man. Because every every week there seems to be an injury with us. So I'll, I'll be honest, Chris, I was kind of hoping, I don't know if it's the same for you, Scott, but I was really quite hoping Liverpool would have dropped more points by now with this debilitating injury list. And it's not really happened, is it? I think to me, like, at least they are dropping some points. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> and they're not running away with it like they like City and Liverpool have done for the last two years or whatever. It's been two or three years. Um, they, I've been quite impressed with them. They, they've made uh, things look relatively easy for the, the amount of problems that they do have. I think their defensive record with their centre-backs out is actually really good as well. I don't know the exact goals conceded and what that exact amount is since Van Dijk and Gomez have been out. But, you know... They're, they're really impressive. I don't think they're as... They're not the team that they were, but I think they're, they're a lot more savvy. They're a lot more... Um, they know what they're doing. They and, and Klopp's probably warmed up to that as well, and he's he's having to manage it in a certain way. Uh, but the thing is, they're still there. As long as they were in the conversation, I think Liverpool fans would take that. With Absolutely. That yeah, that's, are, so. that's, that's our main, main hope, um, that we stay in there until sort of around January when we're expecting the bulk of our players to be back apart from the long-term Joe Gomez and Van Dijk, which we know are for the season, but everyone else should be back by around mid-January, the latest. So, and if we're sort of within touching distance, then it should be an amazing race, I'd say. Yeah. And annoyingly Liverpool have now got that, that experience. They've got a group of players who know what it means to get it over the line. So very, very, uh, like, it, I, like you said, Chris, I think it would be massively exciting, but it's, Worrying for everyone else looking on and thinking that Liverpool have got another gear to go into. Um, I, time I, now, so just, go on, just go on, go on. One, one more thing. Um, I, I think that maybe the injuries in a way have helped Liverpool because at some point they're going to get bored of listening to Klopp's you know tactics and his, his sort of faux passion, they're going to sort of see through it. But they, the, the, um, they'll get to a point where the, some of these young players come in, they haven't heard all that rhetoric 
and um, and probably they're, they're, they're performing out of their skin because they haven't really heard it that for that many times before. Um, and then when when Van Dyke comes back, that's when Liverpool will start to fall apart, God willing. <laughs> that is a, that, like, a very interesting take. Grizz, any comeback on that? No, oh, I mean, you know, Flav's entitled to his opinion. But, uh, <laughs> you know, know. <laughs> you know I, I've always said that. But um, <laughs> I've said it in meetings. Yeah, but um, but um, I'd rather have Van Dyke and um, Gomez and not the injuries and the young players, you know, getting uh, sort of the siege mentality type thing. So, yeah, look, it, it, he's, he's an amazing coach and only he's one of only a few coaches, I believe, that could get us through this period how he's doing. So, you know, fair play to Liverpool. As a United fan, can I just add as well that I predicted Liverpool would win the league and I've not changed despite all this. Even with the injuries? Even with yeah, the- yeah, yeah, because you know why? Because begrudgingly, I hate this, but it, I don't hate saying this because I'm so fed up with your Manchester United and, and, and the lack of a philosophy. The reality is those young lads from Liverpool, I watched them play against Leicester and Wolves, which are games they should have dropped points in and they smashed them because players come in and they know the system. And I thought against Leicester, Liverpool played unbelievable because Leicester are a good side. So Mm. I I just think that he's a fantastic coach and he's got that club from top to bottom running so well that you can lose the world's best centre-back and then hardly concede goals or, you know, one of the world's best right-backs and you can take out a player, you know, Yotta, what a signing he's been. So it's ominous. I just hope that Spurs, Chelsea, City... United can uh, hang in there. United? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, are they not above the you in the league? Oh, are they? How is that relevant after 11 games? You, uh, Wait, you know, hold on to this, please. Just siphon this off, package it up and give me 30 seconds to introduce the, the next <laughs> section. Then Stop you can that. explain. <laughs> <laughs> this is, no, this is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. <laughs> um, now it's time for the debate. Brought to you by Virgin Media. Uh, Man City versus uh, Man United or Man United versus Man City. Who has the stronger attacking side is the debate that we're talking today. Um so, Mark, I'll let you go first. Then, Booby, you can go next. Flaunders, you can pitch in at some point. When you feel, if you feel that it's getting too points. far away. So, you're getting double teamed, Booby. But, <laughs> but you have spent a lot of money, so... Yeah, um, let's just right. go straight to Booby. I've got no argument at all here, but no. <laughs> Seriously, though, um, I feel that, obviously, Pep Guardiola is a way better coach than, than, than Solskjaer. I think only an idiot would, would deny that. But what I would say is that Manchester United's front three last season of, of Rashford and Greenwood and Martial scored a lot of goals in a side that doesn't have a philosophy. So if you're talking about attacking talent and yeah, people, you know, people probably say, well, that's last season, but this season, Bruno Fernandes is clear of Kevin De Bruyne. So where do you draw in the line? I think De Bruyne is a better player than Bruno, but Bruno's way better than De Bruyne this year. And I think last season, our front three, Sterling, Jesus, Ramarez, Aguero sort of passed it. So I think Manchester United's attacking side, imagine what they could do with a Klopp or a Pep. That's the argument I'm going with. Manchester nice. United's attacking side would be better if we had a better coach because they have scored a lot of goals under a counter-attacking coach. But also, I think you, you, there's, a, there's a valid point there. Is that on, on paper, at least, when you look at the front threes <clears throat> and also to some extent with the, with the depth, Booby, it's not as, maybe not as distant as it once was, is it? No, like, I'm not going to sit here and deny the fact that, that Greenwood in particular kind of epitomises everything I... I'm envious of it, Man United, this this incredible talent um, who's not even anywhere near his ceiling and he looks dangerous. Rashford as well. And obviously Martial, Cavani in there as a, as a proven striker. Um, it's dangerous. Uh, the, the issue is they're getting managed by, you know, Cardiff City's worst ever manager, a European <laughs> manager. Um, and, and they're not going to improve. They're just not going to improve unless they get a Pochettino oh, kind of manager in there. Aguero <laughs> came back midweek and scored. We've got Kevin De Bruyne, the best midfielder in the world. We've got Raheem Sterling, a, a double Premier League champion. Scored so many goals uh, in the last five years. It's unbelievable. Probably the highest score, second highest score in England from England uh, in the last five years. There's no question. You know, we're talking about players that are both better than Man United's front three and have one more. Easy. That, do you know what? You, you've nicely sort of segued this for me, Booby. You would never want your team to lose. You'd never want your team to lose ever. But given the point that Boovie's just made about the idea of man management, I look at Man United's squad and I think if you had a manager that could come in, galvanise and really get the best out of the, the young talent that you have, 
the the league is so tight. There's no reason why you can't be in the title race. Is there any part of you, as United fans, that's looking and thinking if it doesn't go so well this weekend, maybe that would be the catalyst? I'm not saying I want my team to lose, but if they did, it would be a catalyst for change. No, not not for me. I don't know what Scott thinks, but I I just think that. Um... The, the big issue with Manchester United, and unfortunately a lot of our fans are Ollie out, and, and, and I just think, you know, where have you been for seven years? They're like ostriches with their head in the sand. Like the, We're hearing today that the board are very happy with Solskjaer because we've got more points than last year, and since the end of January, we've got more points than everybody apart from Liverpool, and it's like, actually, can you stick Bruno Fernandes next to that? Because that's why we've got more points. We're pl- we still have no formation, we still have no philosophy, and, and you're absolutely right, Ben, if we had a better coach, then we would maybe have a vision. We have no vision, so... I think it's really unfair to, well, it's not unfair because you're, if you're a manager, you're always, you've, you've got to be accountable. It's entertainment, but we will be in this position in two years and two years after that. And two years ago, we were in this position with Mourinho. The, the board is incompetent. They don't know football and Man City might have been, you know, had all that money 10 years ago. And, but, but the reality is they have structure. They have a plan and Manchester United don't. And um, they're, they're very happy with what's happening because they look at a spreadsheet and they look at a Premier League table and go, we're technically in a title race. And we're not. We're not really. No United fan believes that. Was was the the Champions League result the other night tough to take, Scott, or was it one that you expected? Or just give I can't enjoy. Of... I don't know about you, Mark. I can't enjoy a football match. I can't look forward to a football match anymore. Like, and it's it did on Tuesday. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. I was not surprised at all. Like, I, I'll go into. I've said this loads of times on this channel. It would not shock me in the slightest if United creamed creamed. Smash Man City tomorrow. <laughs> that's such a nineties word. Don't, don't walk away from it. Come back. It if, wouldn't surprise if you. They if they went and beat Man City, if they went and beat Man City on Saturday, I would not be shocked at all. But equally, I could see. Do you remember that League Cup home home match last season? We United had and City absolutely smashed United. It, it could you're going to go like with that as well. There, spanked. <laughs> you take it back creamed. to the nineties again. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just I I can't I can't believe in in this team at all uh, I can't trust in the team at all I kind of I, I really miss that it's you just don't know what you you're going to expect from them you guys are so privileged Man United fans <laughs> are so privileged because every club even even the oh, other guys in the chat, obviously Spurs and, and whatever you're so privileged because there's probably no club in modern history that have had so much domin- domination under Alex Ferguson what 25 years of domination Unbelievable, really, and and the fact of the, the the matter is that you're a little bit unconfident, you know, going into a derby. You deserve it. You you are, you guys have been treated to it. Yeah. I think Flav, I think yeah. Flav summed it up last week. Was it last week where you where you where you described sort of every club goes through this? Was it yeah. the week before? Do you know, it was a brilliant. Repeat. Yeah, Bayern Munich go through it a lot, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> Juventus. You know? Juventus go through it. The problem with that is, and and Bibi's right, and and I'm sure Scott will agree with me as well, it's a bit like being a millionaire and then being on the streets and saying, well, at least I was a millionaire. It's not. The reality is every club goes through it, but we're only like this because of our owners. If we, if you know, if, if everyone, you know, look, Liverpool and Man City are brilliant teams. Spurs are looking good. United, even at their best, I don't think... I think it'd be very interesting to try and stop Liverpool and Man City of the last two years. It'd be very, very difficult. And you'd have to just put your hands up and say... They're too good. We're nowhere near because our board have just absolutely smashed the club apart when Sir Alex Ferguson went. That's why United fans are. I, I can. I said it when Sir Alex Ferguson was winning things. It's, this won't be my life forever. We, we, we he'll go and and we won't be able to do it. But we've fallen too far, and I think that's that's worth moaning about. I don't. I agree. I completely understand why you're moaning. Like we'd all be moaning. Like I, I get it. I really get it. But there's just no sympathy you're going yeah. to get from anyone. That's 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 the difference. So you, everyone moans about their football club. I think you are in a title race for what it's worth, Mark. I think you are, and Scott. I think you are too. All right. So you're just both you know, enjoy. This is well, a, this both, is, this, well, both of them. Both, <laughs> both of them collectively. But no. But listen, this is a high point for you. This is you know your third. What is those four? Where where are you? Fifth. Sorry, fifth. The, uh, the, well, it's such a hair ruffle then. Love doesn't look outside of the top two. I only look up and I and I can't see a single soul. But I don't I do do you both genuinely think that you're not getting better? I mean, I I think I'm <laughs> you're, you're, you're on the wind up there. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, Bibi, 
Boovy, now listen, hear me Europa. out. What did you say? They're in the Europa League. I, I get all that, but progress... I'm literally going backwards, mate. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure they're going backwards. <laughs> do you watch? I, I, do you actually spend any time watching this? Because I'm telling you, take Bruno out of that team, and we are we're down with Arsenal. I haven't watched the Europa League in in nine years, so I haven't. Well, I don't, you're very privileged. I, I genuinely don't think. They're go- I genuinely don't. I genuinely don't think they're going backwards. They're getting worse and worse. I think they're creeping. And it is ever so slow. I do see small signs of progress. And if, the fact- I, if I compare, if I compare it to two years ago, the only thing that I would say that we have better is the squad in terms of the personnel that is in the squad. Yeah, the yeah. A- average age of the squad, talent, and that that but, but that helps, talent. Mark. That, but that helps. I'll credit Ollie yeah. for that for sure. Yeah. Um, but like we we spoke about this a lot of times. Like there, there are better coaches out there than Ollie. Um, but the Literally every the problem stem from that's right the, from the frustration top, when there's Pochettino Allegri available and you're sitting on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and I back him to the hilt he's one of my favourites Ole uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer but you've got you've got two players the two managers there you think with the authority and the gravitas to to push United forward significantly in one fail swoop <clears throat> Allegri's more of a risk than Pochettino although that said Pochettino is probably the biggest trophy dodger in history so probably won't won't win you anything anyway, but it would definitely be a marked improvement. And you'll feel better as Man United fans having Pochettino at the helm uh, rather than Solskjaer, I'd imagine. But the problem Don't is, is there's, a, there's, like, there's, like a, there's a window of opportunity whilst it's tight, whilst it's still at this point now, I feel like Pochettino, even though he, he always had that philosophy of like the, the Premier League and the Champions League and the big trophies, the League Cup and the FA Cup will wait until like further down the line. He wasn't interested. It just it, it was it wasn't his thing. I feel like now at the moment, particularly given the the the, the awful way in which United is being run, if you just take the playing squad that it is at the moment, there's enough there that he could come in and galvanise that and turn it into a really high pressing, aggressive and fast team that yes. that could take on the likes of Liverpool, <clears throat> Spurs, City. Yeah, um, but I just feel like under Solskjaer, it's it, they'll just gently creep over the line in third, fourth, this yeah. season with, with, with uh, no real fanfare. United, United's team is primed for Pochettino. I think yeah. people like Pogba would pr- probably end up going anyway. Um, and you would need to fix your defence <clears throat> to some degree. But that forward, that young, fresh forward line would Imagine them thrive under Thrive under the the and that's why it's so frustrating like, for him. That's why they're so angry, Ben. That's they're so angry. There's an opportunity right there, and the Glazers just won't grab it. And it, it'll 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 fly off to Real Madrid and 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 do what he's got to do or PSG. And that's the problem. That's the challenge United's got is because Pochettino isn't a United man. He is yeah. a PSG man, and he is an anti-Barcelona man. I think Flau's point's so right. Oh, sorry, Scott. I um I think Flau's point's so right because the Premier League's the, the reason I think it's the best league in the world. Maybe the standard is not as high as some of the Barcelona sides, the Bayern Munich sides, but you literally can go for one season they're getting relegated to winning the Premier League. Um, and Man United, if they if they transform their squad and their manager this season, they could win the league next season. There's no question. Uh, City, everyone remembers Guardiola's first season. Awful. We were getting ripped apart. We actually got ripped apart at White Hart Lane. <clears throat> the following season, we were centurions. We often talk about... We often... We often talk about Liverpool's mentality in terms of coming back from going goals behind. How many times have Man United done that? Do you not see a shift in mentality okay. for, just for that? No, I, I, like, I'm sorry, like this, this one, I can't get on board with this. You shouldn't be falling behind playing so badly in those games. You can't credit yourself for coming back and showing that you can actually win yeah, when you, can... you actually think, oh shit, we're getting smashed here. We should probably start <laughs> playing. You should probably think from the start, we should start playing from the first minute, not from actually, the 65th minute. It does my head in when he when he comes out and says that. It's a better mentality than City because when City go behind, they lose. You try <laughs> and you win. So there is some credit there, man. Come on. Marco, what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on the, the way in which United have come from behind in games? Have you allowed yourself to enjoy that? Or have you still been hung up on the fact like why are we even in that position in the first place? Look, I, you know, I celebrated that Brighton game and I got a lot of stick for it because we played absolutely crap and, and it was a retaken penalty. And I'm like, well. I'm a United fan, so of course I, I celebrate it. But I do, uh, you know, I, I watched the West Ham game last week, obviously, and I think uh, we, we were Michael Antonio away from being smashed and out of that. They oh, I get been, that. They should have been three or four nil up. So <laughs> but that, you, that... you also could have won, scored six in the, se- the second half. Yeah, yeah, but, but we could have been six nil down at half time. 
It's Bruno yeah. Fernandez again, isn't it? Yes, it's Bruno, it's Bruno Fernandez is. again. Yeah. And the thing is, we the luck ran out against Leipzig. Everyone expected it, and 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 it didn't happen. And I think that you're right. What what Flav says about Poch, I don't. You know, Manchester United desperately need a really good coach because we don't have a really good board, and therefore you need to get the best out of the players you've got. And so, look, I'm not Ollie out. I I just think dropping Pochettino into the job now with the proper issue with the Europa League. Pardon, I, thought sorry? I thought you'd massively be Ollie out. No, no, no. I, I saw what, what, what I am is we're in the Europa League now. We're not going to be in a title race. You see it through till May and then you make the change because I think parachuting a manager into this situation in this season with the Pogba thing, with the Europa League, with the amount of games people are playing, I think you bring, you, you, you have the word with Pochettino and say the job's yours in May, wink, wink. You get a director of football in, he starts working now and then you go for it in the summer. I think dropping Pochettino into this now United fans are becoming very impatient and you could do a lot of damage to your career as a Man United manager coming in now and, and, and then you know getting all those bad results between now and May. But to, back, to, sorry, to, back, to back what you were just saying, just quickly, is, is when Pochettino came in mid-season for us, he, 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 it, wasn't incredible. it wasn't an incredible turnaround uh, and it did take him his first full season for, to see the fruition. There's a lot of work there. There's a lot of work there. And look, some United fans don't want to be patient I've seven years I can be patient for seven months like let Ollie see it out we're not going to win the league we're not I don't think I don't think I think winning the league in fourth place is a very very close thing as well at the moment so people going wow we won't win the league but we'll get top four I think they're going to be very very tight so we're not going to win the Europa League either so for me Ollie 18 months left on his contract let him go in May um, we'll probably finish fifth or sixth and then and and start getting the structure in place now because we, we desperately need a good coach because we haven't got a good board. So you need somebody to get the best out of what you've got. And Ollie just he has he's not that level of a coach. I think we all know that. Booby, what were you gonna say there? What, what I missed? I was wondering if Mark if Mark had a prediction of when you're next gonna win the league. Because it could be a while at this rate. It sounded like a big job, mate. You know what I mean? Miles off, yeah. Absolutely yeah. miles off. Yeah. <laughs> he's but he's been nothing but nice, Booby. Yeah. He's been nothing but nice yeah. this whole time. On, Booby, it, would, it would be City. brilliant if Booby like just got if City got absolutely smashed this weekend. It would be really <laughs> funny just to <laughs> have him come back in. Oh no, you wouldn't even turn up for the video on Monday. If, if, if it happens, so, I'm um... never videos. <laughs> I'm, I'm predicting a United win. By the way, um, Booby did something on our channel, and I did it for his, and I've said. United will win this game, not because I'm confident, not because it's a masterclass. This game will be sit and park a bus and hit on the break against Man City dominance of possession. And we won twice, three times last year doing this. If yep. City don't take their chances, we'll get a couple of goals on the break and we'll have seven people behind the ball. It's set up for a 2-0 win or like Scott says, a 3-0 City win. It's going to go one way or the other. Boobs, can you tell us about City? How are you feeling going into this game? Who do you, who do you think will start in your front line as well? Uh, the front line's interesting. Aguero's going to be on the bench. I think he'll, he'll be fit enough to play some part of the game if we need him. Um, it, it could be something like a Sterling, Mares, uh, Torres kind of front three. Um, that's what I'd like. I think Ferran Torres had a great game against Marseille. Uh, I think the interesting thing for, for City fans and, and anyone watching the game is that we've got three fit centre-backs who have all been in really good form. Uh, Laporte, Stones and, and Ruben Diaz. Obviously, you can't play all three of them. So it's, it, it's Guardiola's sort of prerogative of how you deal with that because Laporte's probably the best. Ruben Diaz has probably had the best season. And then John Stones has had the best last five games. He's been superb, John Stones. Um, that's why I think, you know, you know, Mark's comment is completely right. I think last season we got counter-attacked to death. We were naive. I actually think in the 3-1 at Old Trafford in the League Cup, for, for a half as well, we were, we were rubbish. So we beat, we beat United for about one half of last season out of four games. That's how I see it. Um, but this season, the, the, the three centre-backs, whoever plays, Fernandinho in midfield, I think he'll play as well. I think it's too much for United to counter that. I, I, I think they'll get pressed back and back and back, like we did against Marseille. Um, and I think we'll win three or four nil. Confidence. It could. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not one of uh, Booby's most wildest shouts. I mean, you can you can definitely see that happening because um, we beat Burnley because, now, didn't we? So Burnley and United, you know. Because of the fact you that... You have to put City in between uh, Burnley and United because City are currently behind Manchester United in the league table. So if, if you put in Burnley there, it's got to be City The league table United. does not lie. And does not oh, lie. Oh, there we go. There we go. Ben, does the league table lie? I've not seen it tell a lie ever. 
<laughs> Do you know the, the, the weird thing with City is right? I still feel there's a wobble in City, like, and it's really strange seeing like how a rivalry can make you just forget all of the annoying crap. Because the moment Booby you start giving it out straight away, Mark and Scott, I can see in their eyes like, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we it's, will win. Yeah, it's, it's literally like when you see if you've ever seen like uh, someone that's tell off a kid who's not their own. Like someone shouts, yeah. like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like the, the kid's misbehaving, but the parent looks like, don't fucking discipline yeah, myself. Don't, <laughs> don't you shout at my child. They wait until the person goes off and they're like, you I'll shout at my child. Everyone's got a wobble. Spurs had a wobble. They got, you know, Lanzini was a wobble. Everyone's got a wobble. Yeah, you got a wobble. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't yeah. won a you haven't won a major trophy in thirty years. That's yeah, a big so wobble. Our, so our wobble goes on a little well, bit longer than yours. What's that? <laughs> You're playing with them. What, what, what's that about? What was that from? Yeah, that's 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 you wobble yeah. <laughs> And what I would say, if Lanzini is the only wobble we have this season, you lot are in banging trouble. All of you. <laughs> No, but I think, I think, season. I think season right I now. think Pep's record. I think Pep's recent record against uh, Ole will be under the spotlight. There will be a lot of you know um, talk about that. And I think Pep, if he's got anything about him, and we often discuss you know the mental state of Pep and the mental state of City, they will have something to prove going to Old Trafford up against Ole. So, but I think. Uh, Boovy makes a very good point for for uh, once um, about his centre backs. <laughs> they've they've now got three centre backs that are you could say are banging form. Two are world class, you know, and they haven't had that. They've always sort of gone there, and United know they can pick them off. I think United will be wary of their centre backs, how good they are defensively as well now. So I think it's it's, it's all set for it. Who do you who see do you win? Want, who do you want to win? Man United. Absolutely, Man United. Yeah, Man City are the threat, and I've said it all along. I'm not changing my mind. Um, Man United can beat City. I'll be the most happiest I've ever been for a United. United could go and beat City and then lose to Sheffield United in midweek. And that's the thing. You know, yeah. Chris's point is that your, your title aspirations are so irrelevant, and that doesn't matter. Yes, Lawrence, uh, you, I'm not even going to bite at that because I know. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we knew that, yeah. So, <laughs> so ridiculous. Right, let's go from the top of the table to the bottom. Arsenal versus Burnley. Relegation um, <laughs> <laughs> battler. Relegation oh, six-pointer. Like, look, I'm, I'm obviously gassing a bit, but Boovy, I know that you're not. Like, you, you genuinely believe that if Arsenal drop points this weekend, we have to start including them in the conversations. I think, uh, obviously, Man United fans will know Roy Keane joined Man United in the 90s, the season before um, a Brian Clough side, Nottingham Forest, got relegated. Uh, they only won the league a couple of years before that as well. This Arsenal side could get relegated. They're that poor. They've got that many holes in the side. If, look, if, if, that, if that Clough side can get relegated in the 90s, there's no question that this Arsenal side could get relegated. There's better sides in the league. There are I'll tell you players. what, to, to point that out, right, if Burnley win this game, they have a game in hand on Arsenal, right? If they win this game, they go to four points behind if they win. And then they've got a game in hand against United and they could actually win that. So it could be a, like a point. The problem, the problem is, is, is um, Fulham and West Brom and Sheffield United don't look like they'll get nine points between them. So yeah, Arsenal are going to survive off the fact that those three are crap, aren't they? God, who is survive, survive. This is mental. Um, Chris, what, 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 what is, what's like, what can Arsenal do now? What, they, it feels like any Arsenal content that I see and I see a lot of it because now is as good a time as any to be watching Arsenal content. It feels like there's no North Star. It feels like there's no way that they can kind of do anything right. Because even if they win this weekend, we'll all just sit there and be like, it's Burnley, relax. They, look, I've said it to Harry in private. I've consoled him in private. Like off screen as well, and I've said to him, "Look, just stick in there. They've got to. They've got to." Consult him. Yeah, I have. Time. I have because he gets. <laughs> he he, to take it online. Yeah, he asked for that. He gets. He gets really down, Harry. But um, <laughs> but look, but the, the thing is, right? Um, they're in a situation where they have to be patient. They got to trust Arteta. They've got to just persevere with it. They can't just willy nilly fire coaches and managers. It's very similar to. Slightly similar to Man United, but obviously in, in, in a far worse situation. Imagine that, fucking hell. But that's that's the way it is. Again, their board is the issue. Their, their issue is not just put a manager in there. They haven't got the talent pool of players that United have. 
which makes it even worse. You know, they're players. I mean, we often talk about sort of they're too good to go down. I I genuinely don't think they've got the players to not go down. They possibly could. I get the point. Oh my god, are we having this conversation? <laughs> no, 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 but it's true though, Scott. I, I, lo- I love it. I, I mean, I'm not anti-Arsenal as much as you guys because I still got a soft spot for Arsenal through Harry. But um, the thing is, they've, they've not got a pool of players that can be relied on in terms of talent-wise as well or proven at any sort of level apart from Aubameyang who seems to have gone missing. Um, you know, yeah, but who, who is the guy that said he was Danny Welbeck? And it's such a good point. Like, obviously, he's an elite striker when he gets the ball and he has Who said off. Danny Welbeck? There's a fan of Fancy V said he was like the the something something um version of uh, uh Danny Welbeck, the modern Danny Welbeck or something. And it's true, like he doesn't contribute anything if, if they're in a bad game. Well this is well this is where Arteta well this is where Arteta needs to sort of make a system. Again it's talk, we talk about Klopp system and Ole not having a system and you know whatever whatever and Jose having a system. This is where Arteta needs to formulate a plan or a way of playing that involves maybe Aubameyang more. You know, because if that's his only talent, um, you know, world star. Okay, Saka's a, a fantastic young player. They seem to have a lot of fantastic on the verge young players, but we're yet to see any one of them actually make a significant impact. On the, on this the, is on a the manager team. who spent however many years, Bibi will tell us, sat next to Pep Guardiola, one of the best footballing managers, t- footballing star managers in the world. He goes to Arsenal five minutes later. He thinks I've got to play like Tony Pulis. These players are crap. So it does show you. And I tell you what, there's some cracking Arsenal fans out there. I agree with Grizz, but I do not sympathise with the prats out there who saying Arteta out. You spent ten years forcing Wenger out, finishing fourth and going out in the knockout stage of the Champions League. We're better than that. Well, you can't even get. You've not been in it for four years now. You can't get anywhere near fourth. You've got what you wished for. And if you if you want Arteta out, as I just said, he sat next to Pep and he can't even get you playing football. Yeah. So can, I, uh, can I supplement what Mark's just said? Um, the problem they've got is part of the, the, the is their fan base as much as it is what's going on at their football club. Now the, the that seed has been sown and the Arteta out hashtag is already trending. It doesn't matter if they win a couple of games. It doesn't matter yeah. if they win three on the bounce. The next draw, the next loss, they will lose their mind all over again because they're just they're not with it but fam, genuinely, I, genu- I genuinely think the Arsenal fan base is pretty um, it's pretty mad I mean toxic. look say again uh, toxic was toxic, toxic. Yeah, toxic. Club, no, because, no because when they're Arteta pop- came Mark talked about um, Arteta sort of learning from Pep, whatever, being next to Pep, whatever. He actually came in. When he first came in, he did create a, f- a way of playing, a system, but it was deemed too negative for the Arsenal fan base. And they went mad, even though they were getting results. So I don't know what they want. I don't know what they want. He's been forced to change his formation. He's been, changed, he's been forced. I, I genuinely think it's the pressure from the fan don't, base. Don't you, don't you think that's a bit weak, though? If mad weak. Manager, you imagine you had Jurgen Klopp going, all the fans are a bit angry. But this is, a, but this is the point. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a rookie, isn't he? Yes. And this is the point. And this is where the mentality of the fan base is wrong. You don't put that much pressure on a rookie to change his methodology, his philosophy, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? And unfortunately, he is weak and he's changed it. Not for every year, Grizz and Arteta out is trending. That's their fan base. They're just, well, they're toxic what, element. What we would say, just to shout out to Harry, who's not like that. Yeah. And even though I bloody yeah. hate Arsenal, when they lose, a little part of me goes, Hope Harry's all right. Yeah. I've got some yeah. good fans. They have That's got nice. some good fans. That's nice. Yeah. I think, do you know what? He's coming for a kebab this weekend. Oh, really? Oh, that sounds yeah. lovely. Yeah, I've offered sounds, it. That sounds lovely. I've offered it. Yeah. You, yeah. Just in case they get tongue yeah. by Burnley. Yeah, I think they will. <laughs> get him a kiss <laughs> Harry, come here. Yeah. Put an arm round. Yeah, do a do a full Harry Redknapp for him. Wind down the window. Do we all need that. We all need that now and again. Yeah. I, I do you know I, we're, we're being a little bit, I suppose, at, at times, a bit like over egging it and having a bit of a laugh of it. But um, I, I think the thing when you look at when you look at Arsenal now is it's. I don't think this season is actually rectifiable. I don't think this season is rectifiable to the tune of what Arsenal uh, deem as successful. I mean, for sure they can move up the table. They could commit to a philosophy, but 
like Flav said, I think a lot of the damage has already been done. Now people are sitting there on edge. And I, 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 I think there may be, <laughs> we spoke about it on previous weeks. I think there may be one of the most, the biggest beneficiaries of the fact that there's no fans in the stadium. Oh, yes. Like, like, as long as it stays at, at this, the Emirates is not a place where teams get roared on to victory. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a place where I went to the uh, I went to Unai Emery's first ever game. Uh, it was against Man City, obviously champions at the time, so it, it wasn't a contest. Was that two nil. It was two 0 Yes, Sterling scored a great sporting goal. Sporting rights. It was. <laughs> it, was a, it wasn't a, a legal sporting fixture. No, I mean, I mean, in the sense, I'm not, I'm not trying to banter Arsenal for getting for losing two 0 because we were exceptional right. at that time. I'm not saying that, but mate, it was awful. It was quiet, and then Emery walked onto the pitch. He did a wave, and they wheeled a little cannon out, and they did like a, fr- a pretend cannon like shooting. <laughs> sound and then a little vt of him like at whatever club he used to be at and i just, and the, the fans were almost just like they weren't gassed they weren't hyped they weren't excited about this is the man who replaced a 22 year reign this is meant to be the new like arson wenger this young exciting manager emery obviously emery got exposed for what he actually is but it's, it was mad how how about why that is I could, but I just feel yeah. like this might not be the right the right yeah, time. We, yeah, I like, the DVD for Christmas, Ben. It's the win against Manchester United, and that goal also won October goal of the month. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, we're we're get, we're getting into we're getting into the realms of like Harry not being able to recover from this on Monday. So I got we got to slide on and get into a little bit on Chelsea. Um, so. Everton v Chelsea this weekend, you would have said at the start of the season, we got all so excited about Everton. And rightly so, because they were playing with such flair and the way that James Rodriguez started, the fact that they had uh, Alan pulling the strings from a sort of deeper lying role, Decore as well. And then Richarlison was flying, Calvert-Lewin was flying. Scott, I'm sorry to throw this one at you straight away. What do you put their kind of, their wobble, what do you put that down to? Um, I think it's a it's a thing in Premier League history where you always do you remember when Bolton were top of the league like in 2003 or something like that it was back when the match of the day finished and the Premier the Premiership came on ITV do you remember that I think it was around that time and Michael Ricketts was going mad and scoring goals and you always see it at the start of the season where there'll be a team who starts the season really well wins their first three or four games and then everyone's like wow look at this team could they like put a massive like title run together and then they just fall away it's like in the ten thousand meters where you see some really bulky guy fly <laughs> off, and and, and, like, and you're and you're thinking, bloody hell, he's quick, isn't he? And then like five minutes later, you see him at the end with his inhaler. Like... That's it. That's exactly it. I mean, like Ever- Everton. What I will say, Chelsea have got a tough run coming up. Look at their games: Everton away, Wolves away, Arsenal away in the next four games. That, that Arsenal game's a gimme, but um, since we're, since we're hey, Arsenal in there, Arsenal. it's not that hard. Yeah, it's not. It's not that <laughs> difficult, but. Everton, they're capable on their day. I think I really think Calvert Lewin stepped up a level this year. Um, he's, I remember there was a, a while back United were linked with like a 50 million move for him one day, and everyone was like, Oh my god, 50 million for this guy! But you look at him now, and you look at how, um, how much he's developed his game, what the kinds of goals he scores, and the fact he's doing it at international level as well. I think they've got a really good striker there who will only continue to improve, and he could even be on the verge of you know, a bigger move if Everton don't progress to where they want to go. But it's very much like Everton to go and like buy 28 number 10s, try and play them all together. It doesn't work out. It works out for a little while and everyone's a bit gassed and then it, and then it doesn't work out again. And then they think, oh, we're actually in the same mess we were when we started. Um, I like Ancelotti, but I just, I think they could do it on a one-off game, but I'm not convinced about them, you know, being a finished package where they could go and challenge top six. I think the thing with Chelsea that we've got to give credit for is they're sort of, at the moment, in terms of their squad rotation and in terms of their ability to go and get results, they're doing it right, aren't they? The fact that the the other night in the Champions League, they were just able to almost rotate most of the way through and get loads of uh, loads of game time in for other players that need it and like, hand it around and get the youngsters involved as well. It's really, really impressive, like annoyingly impressive. because I can't. It's really impressive how they sign players during a transfer ban as well. 
really impressive. <laughs> I, I love the fact you're not going to let that one go. Like throughout this season, that will be the asterisk that we use throughout. And you asked me, you asked me about do I watch for Spurs results, um, and I and I said yeah, I kind yes, of do. I, I admitted, yeah. all right, but 100%. definitely Chelsea's, absolutely definitely Chelsea's. I think squad depth wise, I'd say they're probably probably better than Man City and Liverpool's, I think, or on a par with. Yes. On, a, on a par with Boovy. Um, they've got amazing depth. We talk about two players in each in position. They've got three in, in, in a lot of positions. Um, again, a lot of um, Shady's thrown at, their la- at, the, at, the, at the coach and then he's going to be the weak link. Um, you know, you talk about the fixtures that have coming up. I think Scott mentioned that they've got a tough fixture list coming up. If they get through this sort of, again, around the top, they've got the squad to go on. And it's all about squad depth in a season like this, where players are dropping willy-nilly, like sort of every week there's an injury for major, major injury for a club. You need class replacements. And, and you know, people like Giroud and Pulisic not getting into the team and, you know, Jorginho to a lesser extent. But, you know, they've got the squad to do it. And it's one of those weird weekends for me where I want Everton and Man United to win. I, I don't know what's going on but this is the state of football right now I think Lampard's a good coach you know I don't know what everyone else thinks I think he is a good coach I, I saw him come to United a few years ago against Mourinho with Derby very impressed with the way they played um, I, I, I think he gets uh, unfairly gets thrown into the bag with Oli and Arteta really I think Lampard actually has got a philosophy um, yeah he's definitely rough around the edges but surely that's what you expect when you bring a young coach in I, I think he he had a problem last year with his defence um, and finishing and he seems to have rectified those. He's got a good goalkeeper as well. So I'd be very happy. I think Chelsea fans are very happy with Lampard, and I think they're patient enough to go, he's heading in the right direction. They're ecstatic. Every one of them are ecstatic. You should have seen Nini or Neil the other week. It's like, I swear I was listening to possibly the greatest club team you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) They're that good, but the reality is that they are bloody good, aren't they? And uh, we're going to have to do... in all comps. Well-run club as well. Get the manager what they want. Every manager, they get what they want. You know, they've got, you know, whatever you say about Abramovich, they run their club well. Their director of football or whoever it is, is always good. Very similar to what Man City have done, actually. They've probably followed that model. Yeah, and I think that Rory would would say to us as well, whenever we bring up the money point, Scott, he's like, look, it's not his money. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Rory's like, it's not my money. I don't care. Like, at the end of we, the day, if it's there to be spent. We would all swap it. We would all take it, all of us, for being honest. It's just that you have to adopt that position of integrity, faux integrity, when you don't have all the money. But there isn't a single one of us that wouldn't, maybe Grizz, because they kind of did it the right way. But I would swap positions with Lawrence if, if, or, or, um, or, or Rory. If, 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 if Spurs got the opportunity to have all that money and all that success, I would care a single minute if we bought it all. In fact, Wait, think- if... Be, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, do you think if you if you lost this amazing like there will come a time when Klopp goes and the the <laughs> Liverpool Liverpool will have to accept the kind of run that United are on, for example. During that time, would you always hope that you do it the same? Or would you like it or would you be quite happy with a, a Chelsea style approach where they've they've shuffled for a lot of managers, they've spent a lot of money and they do have peaks and troughs, but the, the troughs are shorter and the peaks are still high. Yeah, look, football's, we don't live in an ideal world. In an ideal world, I would love to sort of do it organically, again, like Flav said, but I'm with Flav. I wouldn't care how we done it. Football fans are like that, the majority of football fans. It also would depend on how long the drought would last. Um, The more, the longer it, the longer it lasted, the more desperate you get, like you want anyone to come in and take over and bankroll you. But if you told me like we'd have a year, two, three years maximum, you know, and then, but we'd grow again then obviously, you know, you'd want that. It just feels good. We feel so good. From, from, a, from, from that perspective, I think there are teams who've spent a lot of money and done it quite well. I put Chelsea in that in that group, but there are also teams who spend a lot of money and then it works against them. You look at the, the amount of money United have spent on the likes of Pogba and it's always been, Pogba's not worth the money. It's, it's just followed him around everywhere he's gone and United have done that a lot of times. Um, it's it's not always like a blessing. It, it can work against you if you don't get it right. Um, but I think with the likes of Chelsea, you could see that Chelsea and United, they finished on the same points last season. 
they were in the same spot really with two coaches who were unproven at that level. One backed their coach, one didn't. And now Lampard's looking much better for it and Ollie's just uh, kind of stuck. Uh, but to be fair, like Chelsea, you can't really complain about them. I think they've I think they've done well so far. But I think that they've got a lot more tougher games coming up. I don't know whether they, they played Tottenham and, and United and they didn't win either of those games. I think they've still got a lot of the difficult games to play. So I'll be interested to see how they do. But you can't really you can't fault them for where they are and how they've done so far this year. Yeah, and I mean they've been it's no get away from it. Exciting to watch, and um, and they very much are are in there. And and I hadn't realised. I think they're one of those teams that are kind of like they crept into this position, you know, because they had a bit of a ropey start. I remember Scott and we were watching the West Brom game, and we're looking and thinking, how loose is this team? Like just holes everywhere, and it, 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 they've they've really sort of um, just nipped all of that in the bud. Um, guys, that was great fun, wicked show today, and uh, great to have you on, Mark. Great to have you on, Flav. Great to see Grizz, Boovy, Flaunders, as always. Just a reminder for you guys watching at home, if you haven't subscribed already, do get involved and subscribe and uh, check out Welcome to World Class as well. It was great fun making it and there's a lot of good chat in there. I think you'll really enjoy it. Make sure you check out all the guys' social channels. We'll leave links to all their channels in the description as well so you can find them. And we'll see you all for the gas tank on Monday. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.